today on the Be Better Podcast. So many brands, you know, they have a sustainability alignment, a sustainability message, but they're talking about it outwardly. Um, but we're really giving them a place to, to talk about it with a unique home, with a like-minded audience. You know, our eco-conscious um, users, they really care about the messaging. They, they spend money um, that aligns with their values. And so we're able to connect eco-friendly brands directly with an audience that cares um, through Viro. It's a really unique, incredible opportunity. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Be Better, the podcast where we dive deep into the world of sustainability and inspiring individuals who are leading the charge towards a more eco-friendly future. I'm your host, Bobby Height, and today we have a fascinating guest who's not only making waves in the sustainability space, but has an extraordinary journey that led him to where he is today. Our guest today, Nick Arbuckle, is the founder of an app called Viro. It's a startup that's changing the game into how employees and individuals track and quantify their environmental actions. Before stepping into the world of sustainability, Nick was a successful musician crafting melodies instead of cutting-edge sustainability solutions. His journey took a remarkable turn when Viro won the prestigious Amazon Startup Award, propelling his vision to new heights. Nick is also a climate innovation mentor at Vanderbilt University, guiding the next generation of environmental change makers. In today's episode, we'll unravel Nick's transition from the world of music to the forefront of sustainability. We'll explore the genesis of Viro and how it empowers users to quantify their positive impact on the planet. Join us as we uncover the stories behind the accolades and the profound insights that Nick has gained as a climate innovator. So buckle up for a journey of inspiration, innovation, and the pursuit of a better and more sustainable world. This is Be Better. Nick, thanks so much for joining the Be Better podcast today. I I really appreciate it. Uh, As you know, I am a huge Viro fan. It is my favorite app right now uh, for for really kind of driving behavior for sustainability action and and keeping me honest every day with daily outcomes. Um, Can you talk a bit more about Viro, the application, and ultimately your mission over there? Yes, absolutely. First of all, thanks for having me. This is going to be an absolute blast. Thanks for having me on to to share my story and and talk about Viro. But Viro is a mobile app for people and businesses and communities to really, um, just exactly what you said, talk about behavior change, talk about sustainability, and really instill a lifestyle of sustainability um, by measuring the everyday actions that you can take. Things like recycling, carpooling, composting, you know, eating meatless meals. We are able to quantify the pollution reduction of each action that people are taking to really deliver a measurable measurable result of their positive impact. And it's just an application very similar to fitness tracking where you're closing rings every day for your steps or for how many push-ups you do. But we're tracking, like I said, recycling, composting, a list of 14 different environmental actions that people can take daily. Yeah, that's, it's incredible. Um, you know, and clearly an underserved kind of segment in sustainability that deserves a lot more attention, right? There's so many different technologies and an evolving ecosystem today. Uh, but at the end of the day, it really does require a change and shift in behavior and almost a paradigm shift for 
the way that we're living our lives. And I think one of the most interesting things about you is you do not have the typical story of founder and somebody ending up in the sustainability space driving true impact today. Um, you know, coming from the life of a a touring musician, you know, and a rock star. Can you talk a bit about your journey into sustainability? Yeah, so I definitely did take an unorthodox approach, um, but I've I've found in this community of um, that that we all have our own journey into sustainability. We all find this as a unique passion that starts inside. I'm a big believer that it's individual action, individual passion that grows into collective action which then causes and creates systemic change. So I'm a firm believer that we start small with everyday actions and that can really ignite something in people and it definitely ignited in, within me. Um, but as you mentioned, I, I toured, I played a lot of music. I live in Nashville, Tennessee, so you can see my guitars on the wall here, but I was fortunate enough to be able to tour on a high level all over the world, play with um, many, many incredible artists. And I really, um, I really found this passion for sustainability. We'd pull into different cities, you know, major cities all over the world, um, and each was unique in their own way. Beautiful people, the street names, the food that we would eat, um, just the architecture, everything was so unique and perfect, but something that was so similar and consistent in every city was trash in the streets, smog in the air, and it really just started to weigh on me as we were traveling so much in our own footprint um, and the own um, contributions we were were doing to this thing we call climate change. Um, I knew that I wanted to put down the guitar. I knew I wanted to chase into making an impact uh, myself personally and really inspiring climate action at scale. And was was that you know kind of a unique conversation that you were just having in your own head, um, or or were other musicians and people in that industry as you guys are touring around and seeing all the trash and seeing the wake that humans are creating? Uh, and the culmination of an of an entertainment event. Were you guys talking about that at the time? Well, as I mentioned before, you know, it starts with the individual. It started with me personally, right? From inside, I had that light bulb moment of we can do something different. I began talking with my peers on the road, you know, a bunch of crusty musicians, and we really found this common ground. And then that extended because we're playing to a younger um, generation of audiences, you know. Um, and we really found this resonated with them as well. I mean, this is a culture shift. This is a culture change, things that we're seeing from the ground up to cause that systemic change. So it started with me as I began to talk about it, grew to a next layer of people even further. And now um, we're making some big moves and really, really creating a positive impact. Yeah. And how, how did you take Viro from... You know, the idea, you know, in a you know closed conversation backstage talking to musicians about this problem, you know, the back of a napkin um, to launching a product that's live today for thousands of users to explore. Uh, well, what happened was, you know, COVID exists and live touring stopped. So I was traveling, traveling, and all of a sudden one day it came to an immediate halt. I was able to pivot then and really focus all of my attention on inspiring sustainability and finding ways to do that at scale. Um, I put together a small mock-up of what I thought Viro would be, um, built a small prototype version of the app and submitted it uh, to an Amazon startup competition. Well, we happened to win first place, which was a huge, huge win for us and show that there is life in this and that there is a demand. And so from then on, we've been running ever since as fast as we can um, and bringing as many people on 
and um, onboarding users. The app launched at the very beginning of this year in January, and we've partnered with multiple eco-friendly brands to reward people for their behavior, for their positive actions. Some of those brands are Liquid Death, Saps, Daily Crunch Snacks, and we're even excited to announce that we're partnering with Allbirds and Fabletics here in the next coming months. Wow, that's so interesting. It's a it's a kind of a, a unique branding play for organizations who are looking to, you know, kind of align their brand with uh, sustainable action and, and impact as well, which is top of mind in every organization today, as you and I have talked about, you know, several times in the past. No, absolutely. And, and so many brands, you know, they have a sustainability alignment, a sustainability message, but they're talking about it outwardly. Um, but we're really giving them a place to to talk about it with a unique home, with a like-minded audience. You know, our eco-conscious um, users, they really care about the messaging. They, they spend money um, that aligns with their values. And so we're able to connect eco-friendly brands directly with an audience that cares um, through Viro. It's a really unique, incredible opportunity. And now, Nick, so you are working with individuals, corporations, communities to ultimately drive drive action. Can you talk a little bit of work, more about the work that you're actually doing with corporations as they're looking to uh, achieve their their ESG results? Yes, Viro is used as an employee engagement tool. So we come in to a workforce to inspire sustainability within. Oftentimes, corporate sustainability initiatives go way over the head of the workforce, of the people actually working for the company. Yes, they read about annual reports. Yes, they read about emissions and these large scale impact, but we're giving a way for employees to drive sustainability within their corporation on the ground level through their daily actions. We're measuring their pollution reductions. We're educating them on environmental awareness and climate action, and ultimately allowing them the ability to contribute to their company's sustainability goal. Yeah, that's got that's got to be truly empowering, right? I, I talk to so many sustainability leaders just because that's kind of who my network is, and a lot of organizations are really, really struggling to get a quick win and and truly integrating sustainability into company culture, right? Empowering employees to act and actually quantifying and showing the results of those actions can be really powerful. Yes, we're seeing that employees and and consumers are wanting to be a part of something that matters. They're wanting to make an impact in the world through their everyday life. And that includes at work. So really just opening up the opportunity for them to contribute, for them to be a part of something bigger and to make a positive difference. Yeah. And one of the things I like about it more, and you're probably going to get mad at me here, but is the the component of gamification. Gamification of action, in my mind, has really been ingrained in us since the conception of humanity, right? And, you know, I guess a little more near term here going back to, you know, elementary school and and, in grade school, right? Selling pizzas for prizes and, um, you know, getting uh, stars for, for performing, uh, you know, the math uh, question culminating in a, an ice cream party at the end of the year, if you answer enough. So it's, it's a really impactful way to, to drive action and get people, you know, kind of competing. Is it working? 
I will say, yes, it is working. We love being rewarded for our good deeds, right? Just as you said, this has been ingrained, ingrained in our culture since elementary school. But Viro is not just gold stars and confetti. You know, I don't say that we're something like Candy Crush or Duolingo, which are great apps that keep people engaged and keep people moving forward. Uh, but we're able to really provide a metric and of pollution reduction right, to people. We're able to give them hard data and hard information of what the actions that they've contributed and their positive impact on the world, right? So average, typical average day for a user, they're reducing between 2.2 to 2.7 pounds of pollution um, just by the actions that they're tracking on Viro. So while they do earn rewards, while they do go on streaks, um, and there is a gamification element. We really love providing that hard data and those hard numbers. Yeah. Speaking of hard, hard data, you know, there's a lot of data out there that shows that there's a ton of money flowing into climate tech and, and AI right now. You know, as you look forward through the progression of Viro and the roadmap that you have, I guess, what opportunities do you see, you know, from AI? I know that you guys are, are using a bit right now. Yeah, AI is definitely a hot topic right now. And we've we've brought in some AI features to really enhance Viro as an experience for users. Um, users are now able to just tap a button to open up a camera within the Viro app and scan it on the action that they're taking. Let's say they're recycling something. They brought their own coffee mug to the coffee shop or maybe they're carpooling with their friends. Able, the camera is able to identify exactly what they're doing at the immediate time and, and quantify the level of impact per action. So we reduced user friction from six or seven button taps down to two. AI has been a really incredible thing for us to be able to incorporate into Viro and really, really inspire climate action and more impact. That's awesome. And, and something I'm, I'm truly curious of and something you and I have just kind of talked a lot about, um, you know, is is just your journey as an entrepreneur, right? And, uh, you know, there are a lot of musicians out there doing some really, really impactful things. Um, chain smokers come to mind. You know, what has your journey been like and received, uh, you know, from different investors and different people in the, the tech community, having a background as a musician, but being truly confident in who you are as an entrepreneur? Can you just add some more color around that? Absolutely. It, you know, Whenever I show up on paper, um, I, it brings up a lot of skepticism, you know, in me as a person. Um, but what I've found is, you know, you take your weakness and you turn it into your greatest strength, right? So whenever I can talk to people, whenever I can make that personal connection, they can not only see my passion, um, but they know that, you know, as a musician, it's, it's hard work, right? Um, especially the climb to the top of the ranks in the music world and the music business. It's a very, very competitive, um, very... Um, cutthroat business and to be able to make it you got to have hustle you have to have passion and you have to be dedicated and driven to your end goal to be able to reach them so while um, being a musician is definitely can be an unorthodox approach to an entrepreneurship I've been squeezing money out of the guitar for 10 or 15 years and that's a very very hard thing to do <laughs> That's awesome um, Nick thanks so much for taking the time to connect today always a pleasure you know, if you can leave us with one more thing, right, to think about, how can we all be better? I'll circle back to when I mentioned individual action, right? It starts with you. It starts with me. It starts with your neighbor. We can start small with these small actions that compound on one another and really make a large impact. So your actions matter. 
the things that you do in and out every day, your sustainable habits really are making the world better. I'll leave you with that. And that's a wrap for our very first episode of Be Better. A huge thank you to Nick Arbuckle for sharing his incredible journey and shedding light on the impactful work happening over at Biro. As we conclude, let's reflect on the broader picture. Our world is at a crucial juncture and the actions that we take today echo into the future. Nick's story reminds us that change often begins within the individual, with each of us making conscious choices in our daily lives. The importance of making incremental changes cannot be overstated. It's about adopting sustainable practices, big or small, and recognizing that every positive choice adds up. These small steps collectively create a powerful wave of change that ripples through generations, shaping a more sustainable world for our children and their children. So as you go about your day, remember the impact of your choices, whether it's reducing your carbon footprint or simply just being mindful of your consumption, each action contributes to the greater good. Let's build a legacy of sustainability that resonates far beyond our time.